Hello, this is Kimberly Greenwell with My Southern Home Television, the podcast. And I'm here with Ben Tyler with Ben Tyler Building and Remodeling. And I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. This is a little bit different situation than we're usually in. Yes, we have to imagine what we're talking about now, I guess, Kimberly. <laughs> um, usually our tangible product is right there in front of everybody to see. So let's yeah. give it a shot. Yeah, and we're in your gorgeous office that's in the Highlands area of Louisville. And, you know, I wanted to talk about Master Bass today because it is really popular right now and people are investing so much money into them. It is very popular. We are typically doing master bath renovations that include additional spaces. So we're, we're going into closet areas, sometimes adjacent bedrooms to uh, make these rooms bigger and provide the spaces that they want. So we're, we call them master suite renovations now versus just a master bath generally. Could you imagine 10 years ago that the master bath would be its own wing? <laughs> Sometimes they're the the addition that we do is the entire master bath. So uh, it is hard to believe, but people are wanting nice amenities in their bathrooms. And I think sometimes people were seeing these when they go away on vacations and stay at a luxury hotel or a spa, and they want some of those items in their own home. Well, you know, one of the things that I'm seeing too now is that homeowners want turnkey. If they're getting ready to buy a home, they want to go in there and have everything perfect for them and not have to renovate. So if you're getting ready to sell your home and you know that this is popular, this is a great remodel and um, an investment in your home and the way to get more out of it in the end when you choose to sell it. Well, the realtors will tell you, I think, that the kitchens and the bathrooms sell the houses. And people, like you said, want to buy a home that's been done so they don't go through the process themselves. We're seeing a little bit more of that. And we are typically providing master bath renovations for people that are going to stay a while in their house. I will say that. These are big projects and people have a good idea of what they want and they want us to make that dream become a reality. Well, we got to see some of the beautiful master baths that you made. One particular master bath that we got to see, which you can find on our YouTube channel, My Southern Home TV. You can just look at Ben Tyler. Uh, it was amazing what you could do in the existing footprint. I mean, I'm still blown away at those before and after pictures and what you were able to do with the space. That one was a little bit different because there was enough space there. They had a large master bath that was constructed with the home 20, 25 years ago, maybe 30. And we just had to move walls around and change the configuration there. But that was a wonderful project and had a little bit of everything in it. Well, this particular bathroom, they had a lot of built-in cabinetry. They had his and hers vanities that were added. They had this gorgeous freestanding tub with the chandelier over it. And I want to say the chandelier was a little bit tricky too, wasn't it? Because there's codes with a chandelier being over a tub or so close to a tub. Well, we had to position the tub so you can't somehow reach the chandelier <laughs> while you're standing in the tub. Now, 
that anybody would want to, but our codes are made for those instances where people shouldn't be doing things. That so. is so interesting. So when you first told me that, because we didn't talk about it that day, I assumed that the reason you had to move the tub was because you didn't want the chandelier falling in the tub, not that they were worried about someone touching it. No, that's code there is so somebody can't stand in a wet area and reach an outlet, a switch, or a fixture of some kind and possibly electrocute themselves. Well, you know, it's interesting that we're talking about this because I feel like that this is a perfect example of why you need to use an expert like yourself, Ben, because there are a lot of codes and the codes change all the time. And, you know, when you go to sell your house, if something's not code, that's going to be a problem. Usually the inspectors will pick it up and that will be one of the items on the list that needs to get repaired or rerouted or fixed before the house will close. Yes, it'll go on the list. And, you know, one of the things I feel like that homeowners need to remember, too, is when you're adding things and reconfiguring things, there's a lot of layers to that. So, you know, with the his and hers vanities, for example, they were completely moved in that space, which meant electricity need to be moved. In a project like that, we end up moving toilets, we move main plumbing lines, water lines, and yes, things get rearranged quite a bit. So we're typically affecting a room below it, may that be a basement level or a first floor level if the master's on the second floor. So there's a lot that goes into these. How many people think touch that room when you think about the tile and the plumbing and the electricity? I mean, there's probably, what, 10, 15? Well, there's probably a total of 50 different tradespeople that will do a project like that, I would wow. say, just off the top of my head. Yeah. Because there's two, three-man crews of tile setters, electricians, drywall, finishers, drywall hangers, painters, carpenters, trim carpenters, you name it. It, it goes down the line. There's a, a lot in the supply chain and a lot in the craftsmanship that goes into a master bathroom. That's amazing to think how many people touch that space to make it the gorgeous space that the homeowner wanted. It is, and we're fortunate that we've been working with a lot of these crews for decades now, and they're still able to find enough tradespeople and craftsmen and people that want to be in the industry that we can get these done efficiently. Well, and it's really important now in this, in this time where we're having the labor shortages and we're having supply chain issues because, you know, these tradesmen, they're going to feed the companies that have been loyal to them. Absolutely. I think it would be very difficult for a homeowner to tackle a project of any size these days, particularly one that would include um, multiple various crews, like ones that are used to do a master bathroom. The amount of craftsmanship involved in that is very high, and the number of those crews are certainly dwindling and have dwindled over the last four or five years. Well, I'm a testament to that in some ways because my condo got remodeled last year and I'm very lucky because I'm in the industry and I have friends in the industry, but even being in the industry and having friends in it, 
it was still a lot of work being the general contractor. I would never recommend it and I would never do it again because, you know, there's just so many layers and steps that goes to it. And, you know, these I was having to work with these people in between the jobs that they were working on for companies like you, you know, and that really puts a kink into everything. It's important to have somebody running the project that basically knows what they're doing and knows the communication channels that need to happen between certain trades to make sure that certain details get done correctly. Who's going to do it? How's it going to be set up so that the next trade in will be able to follow seamlessly? And that's where we are very big on project management and having an on-site project manager there meeting various trades, making sure everybody's job is known to, to them. And, you know, there is no second guessing or no, let's just go ahead and do it without asking anybody type activity going on. Well, you know, I'll, I'll tell myself a little bit, I got this vanity for my bathroom and I went ahead and installed the vanity. Well, the trim hadn't been put in yet. yet. So, you know, that's an easy fix, right? But I'm lucky that that is the only mistake I made. <laughs> I'm really lucky that's the only mistake I made. Um, but I mean, you just don't want to do this on your own. Even, even if you're kind of in the business, you don't want to do this on your own. No, and, and it goes back to who's going to pay attention to you. And if we have a relationship with a certain plumber and a certain electrician and tile setter that we've been working with for decades, they'll certainly work with us to keep us on schedule and we set a schedule up and do the best we can to follow that schedule. Of course, human activity sometimes gets in the way. People get sick or parts don't come in like they said they were going to, but it's important that that communication level be very high and one person in charge of all of these craftsmen to make sure you get what you're looking for. So let's talk about scheduling right now for a second, because we are still in the middle of supply chain issues. Um, and it's not if you're going to have a supply chain issue, it's what's next, right? Because, you know, it could be one thing and then it works itself out and then you have something else. So you really need to be patient and, you know, start early when you want to transform your master bath. That's a great point. We sometimes don't know what it is that we cannot get next. So we're used to this now, I would say. And we are scheduling projects like a master bath when we know we will have a product or we actually have the product in our hand. There might be a faucet that we have been told will arrive in three months. If it's not there, then we're doing things like putting temporary faucets in, something that will work to make the project viable uh, until the final product comes in. That's really all we can do. We well, order things way up front and we might sign a contract on a master bath and we might not be able to start on it for two, three months 
because we know that there's certain parts that will not be in until then. Well, and some of that is the design process too, because that even takes some time right now. Well, these are complicated projects and the level of detail in, for instance, a master bath is, is just really high. So there has to be a lot of thought putting into, put into the plan and then detailed plans need to be drawn and agreed upon by everybody before you think about signing a contract. We want our clients to know what they're getting and we want to know what we are providing. I can hand this set to a production manager and a project manager and we can get that job done based on the documentation that we're providing to start with. And you're very specific in, in everything. And when I've talked to clients that have used you, which you know, normally I get to meet them. Sometimes I don't, um, but they just see your praises at the level of detail that you put into their spaces, you know, whichever room you touched. Well, it's funny. Our whole team's been doing this for decades, uh, 30 plus years for most everybody here, maybe another decade for some of us. <laughs> we won't age you, Ben. <laughs> and we've, we've all seen it go sideways and it's usually because of uh, lack of communication and so over the years we've developed systems um, and put them in place for project managers to follow for our process for going from first meeting to first drawings from first drawings to preliminary drawings and preliminary estimates all the way through to a final estimate or uh, what we would say is an agreement and final contract. So that's part of it. There is a lot of upfront work to these. There's just a lot of planning and there needs to be. If you if you gut your, your bathroom, you don't want to be sitting there waiting for decisions or plans for two, three weeks. You, you want to get on with it. And we want to do these efficiently as we can. We're operating in people's homes. We're disturbing disturbing some of their spaces to get to the bathrooms if we can't do it from accessing an outside window or something like that around the back of the house. But it's uh, there are disruptions with remodeling and we try to make them as you know pleasant as possible with proper dust protection and daily cleanup. But you are having your home life disturbed by having a remodeling project done. Well, and you are with a lot of older homes, so sometimes you don't even know what's behind that wall. There could be something completely crazy if it's a 100-year-old home. Well, that's true. We anticipate as well as we can, and we run down plumbing water lines and drain lines and try to figure out the HVAC duct path and we still have some surprises when we open up some walls and we just have to deal with them you know, when that happens. And we'll raise our hand, talk to the homeowner, we'll all come up with a plan and move forward. Well, I love having this conversation because so many people watch the reality TV shows that are on the HGTV or do-it-yourself networks. And, you know, it's just so important for homeowners to know that a bathroom does not get remodeled in two days. And how many, you know, and on the television show, you might see four or five people involved in the process, but there's close to 50, you know, so it's really important to have the knowledge and the forethought in advance of going down this road. 
we we love and hate those reality <laughs> TV programs because they do put a lot of ideas in people's heads. And some of the projects are fantastic and worthy of magazine shoots, etc. Uh, they tend to gloss over all the dirty work and the hard work. And my biggest example is drywall. Okay, so we're ready for drywall, and the drywallers will be here tomorrow, and the next photo is the drywall hung, and then maybe one picture of the drywall being finished. And that's a, that's a hard, heavy job and requires really good finishers to make a good drywall job. So It takes days. One. It does. It takes, it'll take a week. It'll take two or three days to hang it sometimes. In, in some of these bigger projects, and it will take at least three visits to finish that drywall, and most of the time it's four with a final sanding. Yeah, because so. it has to. They hang it, and then it has to dry, and then they have to come back, and it's it's a process. You know, when you say hanging drywall, it sounds so easy, but there's nothing easy about it. And if you don't get the right person hanging your drywall, it's it's a nightmare. Oh, it's a disaster. And then what do you see in a final product? You see the wall and the trim and the paint. And there is no painter on earth that can hide a bad drywall job. So it's one of those things that, like I said, is, looks very easy on TV. But uh, if you've ever watched a couple guys hang a four foot by 12 foot piece of drywall, you understand the the severity of that situation. <laughs> I've had bad drywall in my house. So when I was doing my remodel, I was so particular about who was doing my drywall. Well, the finishers are real artisans and they can finish a job in two to three days that would take a lay person about five runs of mud and three sandings and final touch up to do. So it's, it's, Fun to watch the good guys do their thing. So do you have closing thoughts for anyone that's out there thinking about getting their their home remodeled? Well, I think it's really in the planning process right now because of the delays we have with supply chain that give yourself plenty of time to get things done. If, if you're starting right now in April and think you're going to get a major project started in early June, you're way behind right now. So be patient with the planning process. It, all, the time spent there is, is time very well spent. And you eliminate time waiting and decision-making and making changes that might occur if you hadn't planned for these things in advance. So I would just put your patience up there at the, at the top of the list and proceed from there to, to get into uh, a flow with whomever you're going to use and go one foot in front of the other until you've got a great set of plans. All right. Well, thank you so much, Ben. I appreciate your time today. Well, thank you for dropping in and seeing us, Kimberly. It's a different medium than TV and <laughs> this is a little, a little different, but fun. Oh, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Well, you're listening to My Southern Home Television, the podcast. For more information on home improvement, go to MySouthernHomeTV.com. You can listen to more podcasts, watch our television show, and view our inspiration gallery and blog posts.